Around Comics, Episode 72. Chicago, this is Around Comics, presented by Borders. Your heart pounds, your palms sweat, the tension is nearly unbearable, and then you spot it, the graphic novel you've been searching everywhere for, right here in your local Borders. Borders has thousands of graphic novels, collected editions, essentials, and manga to choose from. Not only will you find exactly what you are looking for, but you'll discover unexpected new authors and series. Save on your favorite graphic novels, manga, and more. Google Borders for a valuable coupon, and always remember to check Borders first. To find a store near you, go to www.borderstores.com. Absolutely. Thank you to the fine folks at Borders. Hello, everyone. Hello. To another Thursday episode <laughs> of Around Comics. high energy hello, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi, everyone. I'm your How host, you? uh, Christopher Neesman. Let me introduce you to the co-host of the show. First, my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. Next is our other co-host, Mr. Tom Caters. That was one hell of a Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> Whoever it hasn't won happened yet. No, I'm trying it to create the illusion that yet. we're recording live. This is, the, this is the part where Sal has to enter in the part where we talk about who won the Super Bowl. Uh, sound like we're great prognosticators. We could record it really poorly on Skype and edit it in. I knew. Record a variety of <laughs> outcomes. Yeah. Bears 36. I can't believe the Bears won. Like, in the, in the <laughs> like, last, like with that Devin last Hester quarter drive. just unbelievable. Like, uh, Spent five hours going through all, by the, each all, all the possibilities. Which one? I forgot. Oh. Well, let's, uh, let's introduce our uh, our guest for this episode. Uh, coming all the way from a couple blocks away, I think. Yeah. But, but originally, <laughs> we, we cast our was, net wide for guests. There's an extra block because I went to get the coffee and then I had oh. to come back. But our, our guest this week is uh, indie creator extraordinaire, Mr. Uh, Jeffrey Brown. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, and we're obviously going to talk to Jeffrey in just a couple minutes. Uh, first of all, I want to recap some of the announcements we went over on Monday. Uh, first of all, obviously, as you heard at the top of the uh, the show, we're now sponsored by and partnered with Borders, so we're super excited about that. You'll hear more and more details Take about that. Take that, LCSs. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark. Mark, put the knife kidding. down. Put the knife down. Um, mm. And I also... <laughs> and I also wanted to remind people about Around Comics at the New York Comic Con. If you didn't hear about it on Monday's episode, as you know by now, the convention is just around the corner on February 23rd through the 25th at the Jacob K. Javits Center. They'll be hosting the 2007 New York Comic Con. We, of course, will be at booth number A152 in the Podcasters Arena, located between Artist Alley and the main autograph area on the Galleria level of the convention center. 
Uh, at the convention, we're partnering with the Hero Initiative. And if you don't know about the Hero Initiative, you certainly should. The Hero Initiative creates a financial safety net for yesteryear's creators who may need emergency medical aid, financial support of essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, please visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809. So thank you for the Hero Initiative. Uh, While we're at the con, we'll be taking donations all weekend long. We have a few people that have agreed to help us out. So if you drop by our table, you have a chance to meet Athena Voltaire, artist and co-creator Steve Bryant, the author of The Other Side and Scalped, Mr. Jason Aaron, the artist of The Other Side, Cameron Stewart, the artist of The All-New Adam, and our good buddy, Mr. Mike Norton, legendary comics creator Gene Colan, and by special arrangement from Vanguard Productions, Carmine Infantino. And we still have many more creators to be announced. Keep listening or checking the website in coming weeks for a full schedule of the signings as they become available. Uh, As a side note, in addition to the signings, we'll be auctioning off original art, sketches, and signed memorabilia uh, from such people as Steve Rude and Chris Somney. I'll also be taking donations. For the Tom for me. The Tom Caters Fund? <laughs> for the, let's, let's help Tom eat. All donations can be given in <laughs> well, beer well, or shirts. We were talking shirts. about our beleaguered uh, uh, local comic shop, and that, of course, is Dark Tower Comics. want to let everyone know that Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It's located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you. While you're here, remember to ask Dark Tower about their poll list membership. It's one of the best you'll find anywhere. Dark Tower has a great selection of mainstream comics, independent comics, and trades, as well as statues, action figures, and everything for your comic collector. You like said that. Dark Tower like Dark Tower's a person? Like, come and ask I Dark do. Tower. I do. I think of it. <laughs> it's an entity. It is. <laughs> Mark is Dark Tower. Dark. Walk into the store and just Dark Tower ask. is my he signs friend. in the message tower. boards as Dark Tower. If you would like to buy this book, answer me these questions three. <laughs> and remember that uh, your Around Comics experience isn't complete until you've read this week's Long Box of Love. Each Thursday episode of Around Comics has a wonderfully handcrafted webcomic from Brian Bowles. Check it out every Thursday at www.aroundcomics.com. And I already saw this week's... Ooh. Is it a Jeffrey Brown comic? It is a Jeffrey. Well, it's not a Jeffrey Brown. It, it is. It's about Jeffrey Brown. <laughs> Play it's, not a Jeffrey, it's not a Jeffrey Brown comic. I think we have copyright issues already. Right? <laughs> it mentions Jeffrey I Brown. Wasted that night, I guess. <laughs> no, the secrets of it. I'm sure if if Brian did it, it should be great. So we'll have to we'll have to send it to you. Absolutely. Uh, if if it's on the website, I can just go there. Find it myself, right? <laughs> yeah. Your internet capable. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, remember you emailed me. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's we right. talked on email. Yeah, I'm stupid. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll give we'll give, Je- we'll give poor Jeffrey his information. Jeffrey took here. a rickshaw here from three blocks over because he doesn't understand technology or how cars or anything works. 
Well, to give, to give Jeffrey a, a brief a brief introduction, um, Jeffrey is a comic book writer and artist born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He specializes in personal and intimate works detailing moments in relationships. He won an Ignatz Award in 2003 in the category of Outstanding Mini Comic for I Am Going to Be Small, which is really, really good. That's man. not true. Hmm? Is it? Yeah. You were nominated for that. No, I won. I won. Oh, the, you did win for the, the one, one for the mini comic. I was nominated for like promising new talent, and I did okay. win that one. Okay. okay. But that was the old version of I'm going to be small, which was. Yeah, you keep redoing your thin. book. Not, I don't. Just here and there. Okay, so around comics welcomes Jeffrey Brown. Jeffrey, how hey, you doing? Good. It's cold out. It uh, is freezing. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, um, Winter officially came to Chicago the last couple of days. But you're from Michigan. Yeah. You should uh, yeah. be well, hardy stock. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, I think the thing with Michigan is it was slightly warmer, just more snow where I was. So Grand Rapids, is that you get a lake effect from yeah, that? Yeah, a lot of lake yeah. effect snow. I know so. that. What's the one highway that goes right around? It's always like, snowing. June, July, it's snowing in there. Nowhere yeah. else in the world. In North, Northwest Indiana? Northwest Indiana has the worst weather of any place on Earth. <laughs> Every time I go, it's raining. This is turning into a prairie <laughs> home. <laughs> And then we were All ice the fishing. Jeffrey, we usually like to start at the beginning, as far as you know, um, where your background is. When you were is. born. <laughs> <laughs> All the way that one fateful day in Grand Rapids. Um did a little research on you. Sal's uh, been doing that. And know that you were a student at the uh, the Art Institute of Chicago. Uh, is that uh, you know coming from uh, Michigan? Is that why you came to Chicago? Um, yeah, basically. I mean, I I kind of wanted to move out of Grand Rapids for a while, and um, also kind of wanted to like I had just been working and living with my friend and. You know, I I lived in the basement and just was piling up paintings and sketchbooks and not really doing anything with them. And um, so I kind of wanted to to find a way to push myself to do something else. And so um, I had actually thought about going to the art institute for undergrad. Um, and so then I just kind of picked that out. I like Chicago. It, it, it's a it's a great city. We all love it's it. It's cold here. It, <laughs> live, cold. live for the summer. If you can't tell uh, the listeners out there, it is though. really really cold. Yeah, tonight. I was thinking <laughs> the weather came. I was thinking about that. To, back to the weather. Back talk. to the weather. You know, there was like two weeks when it was unbearably fucking hot in this city, and now it's been like two weeks of just the exact opposite. Yeah. I'm, from, I'm from Southern Illinois. It does not get unbearably hot. It here. was in my apartment. Yeah, you, you want to come w- sleep I in my room? I was in Southern Illinois once. It was really hot. That's there. oppressive. You're awesome. In Southern Illinois. Well, that's like Kentucky. I yeah, mean, you yeah. might as well be. It's a different kind of heat. <laughs> All right, Kentucky heat. Western. Um, <laughs> hey, Kentucky hot, now, the so going to going to the the art institute was your was your goal whenever you were there to be a, a comic artist? No, okay. no, I was I was going to be you know like a painter. I was going to you know go to New York and show paintings and all this. And um, I had kind of just just before moving to Chicago gotten back into comics and um yeah i just realized while i was at the art institute like you know again i i went there to try and like push my art in some somewhere new and the 
doing more paintings just still wasn't working and so I tried getting back to my roots as as a child um, doing comics so I you know grew up drawing comics and always thinking I was gonna work for Marvel or something so so you grew up a, a, a superhero fan I was a superhero fan okay I was a Marvel guy nice X-Men mostly that's uh, you just like, crushed the hopes and dreams of thousands of <laughs> indie comic no, I'm just <laughs> thousands <laughs> well, well, how, how old are you you're I, I am 31 okay, I didn't think you, about that you're, yeah <laughs> I know I, I'll be 34 in March so, so you're, you're about the oh, same age as, as always we were 28 to 35 or so you're the old no, man no Mark's older aren't you older than me yeah, yeah you're yeah, the, Mark's old the old man so yeah the young was, buck. I mean, that, was, that was the time when a lot of a lot of Marvel kids were you know you know the John Byrne stuff and we talked about that oh it was, yeah you know, it was it was great, but your stuff is as far away from superheroes you can get, well, except for except for being a man. Being a man is a superhero book. Big head, man. You can, well, well, except for the whole superhero book. Book that he did. Yeah. Yeah. You take I, that I, out, I didn't read Big Head. You guys have talked about that. Um, well, you know, it brings up a question that I had because looking at your work and and finding out that you you know you went to the art institute, you're you're obviously a trained artist. At first glance, a lot of a lot of times, and you know. You could easily look at your your art and almost dismiss it as I don't want to say amateurish, but it, it's <laughs> sort of childlike and it's very simplistic in a lot of ways. Um, and I know I read an, an interview you had said that you had specifically chosen that style. Right. What What was it about that style? Why did you? Well, it was. I mean, there's there's a a kind of a bunch of reasons. Um, one was just being at the art institute where there's so much like emphasis on like conceptual like thinking and like a lot of like art about like that just became so self-referential that it's kind of like why am I even looking at this and a lot of emphasis on like skill and kind of I thought got away from like actual expression like actually like talking about like kind of the human experience so one thing I wanted to do was kind of find a way of drawing that was more immediate and like kind of in the lines themselves kind of express certain emotions um, and another part of it was just um, like making art fun again for myself and like just kind of trying to capture like like when you're a kid and you're drawing comics and like you don't know all these things that like, you should be doing like or, or uh, yeah like you don't anatomy or like you're yeah not trying to, and, you're and there's kind of i think there's a kind of a purity and like there's something more direct about that sometimes like and you can see like my style's kind of changed a little over time and like sometimes i'll do things a little it's it's a little it's well it's a lot more refined now than like it was five years ago when i was like really trying to abandon everything like in terms of knowing how to draw but um yeah i mostly just want to i want to like make the drawing like very immediate and very like direct in terms of sal and i were talking about this today and at first glance you can look at at a book like you know unlikely or, or or clumsy and say, oh, you know, it it is you know, very very childlike looking in in, in its approach at first glance, but then as you start getting into it and reading it, um, 
couple of the things I noticed are, A, your characterizations never change. And you see a lot of amateurish, amateurist artists out there, and from panel to panel, the people will change and, and don't, you know, don't look the same. Your characterization of, of these people never changes. It's consistent throughout. Number two, what I noticed was that you're very good and accomplished storyteller through your art and it is hard to do that sequentially it's a skill and it, it's something that a lot of folks don't don't notice i think and they don't notice when it's done well so those two books in particular yeah. i felt like just the storytelling was very accomplished. well i mean another thing too is i think sometimes when when the art is so there's so much emphasis on like like visual, like ma- whether it's like making something look realistic or um, just some some of like sometimes when it's just so rendered and like flashy in a way, like um, it's kind of like you like there's artists that are doing good storytelling, but like you know it can go the opposite way where it's you know they're really accomplished artists and it's really obvious, but you don't realize that their storytelling is good because you get tripped up on the panels which is well i know one of the you know one of the talking more you know uh, uh superhero artists jim lee we've talked about him before it's like he's to me you know he's, he's amazing, draftsman. amazing draftsman yeah. but there's there seems to be a little character or you know soul to what he's doing sometimes and and, mm-hmm. and, it, and you do get lost in the storytelling of it because it, you're blinded by the, you know the the right. shiny lights. Yeah, everything's, <laughs> everything's a poster. Yeah, right, like, uh, yeah. right. Yeah, actually, the like like in like that's something I kind of played on like with Big Head when I first created Big Head back in high school. Uh, every issue was just off splash pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> so it was just kind of this idea that like you know like everything is just like this spectacular Big, yeah. one-off image. But I mean, like you know that's things can get there's criticism too that sometimes like things are boring or yeah it's uh, yeah. speaking speaking yeah. of, cr- of criticism <laughs> i love this if uh, anyone out there picks up i'm going to be small um, most most books will put um, snippets of, of <laughs> praise Burbs, yeah. and here is um, some of the praise <laughs> for the comics of jeffrey brown this from the onion usually reliable um, this from warren ellis Emotionally, about six years old, uh, from uh, Metro Toronto. Uh, mildly confusing. Um, what's uh, one of my favorites here? Uh, Portland Mercury. Uh, pathetic losers. Nerd. Um, what is porn. that? Nude porn. <laughs> nerd porn. Nerd porn. Illustrated by a five-year-old. But the thing is, none of those are necessarily <laughs> criticisms. Yeah, it was actually actually what I did with with most of that um, <clears throat> was it was. I took um, reviews that were fairly positive, and then mm-hmm. I took just uh, this, a tiny piece out of context. Because which is like you know something like movie studios do the opposite. Like oh, yeah. they, they get a bad right. review. <laughs> like it's a bad like review, but then and like and like it's, it's actually not, not really stunningly bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> toxic waste. So I kind of did that. I mean, there's a few things in in there that were from yeah, like the. The utter piece can. What's the, the utter piece of shit from a uh, proper? Shit? Yeah, we can oh, say yeah. whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Yeah, like that. That was like. But then, I mean, that was a review of of Be a Man, where like it seemed like they had they like oh, they, they hadn't, hadn't read, read anything clumsy. else, and like they thought like that's like. Or, but then, but then that, they seemed to acknowledge that it was what it like. It was this kind of like 
chauvinist parody thing, and then that so they didn't st- read they the intro angry. to the book. No, they did. But it was like <laughs> we don't like, like the parody. Well, it was like they didn't believe me. <laughs> well, well, okay, <laughs> like, that's what it was. Well, I think what you know, I, I, it was funny because I actually and you were thank you for dropping it. You had dropped off all of these. Books yeah, about for three us. weeks ago, Jeffrey in uh, snuck into the shop and dropped a threw bag at our heads like an eight bushel <laughs> no. box of books. And and, uh, and the first one I picked up was Be a Man because I, I I didn't know until you know I I read the intro, but I said well. I'm just going to read it anyway. I realized what you you know you're doing with it, but and and it was hilarious, and I was laughing out loud at what you were doing, and I completely got you know what you were trying to do. But was this sort of based on a lot of the reactions you got from Clumsy? Was it? You yeah, know? I mean, I wouldn't say it's based on like a lot of reactions, but there's like a f- like just a few things here and there where like people are like, oh, he's so sensitive and blah blah. blah. And, you know, it's just like, I mean, because I got the feeling yeah, like you you just... you. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, I don't know how many different stories or, or you know, how many different pages are in Be a Man, my, but my, it seemed like... My, my favorite line from Be a Man, <clears throat> here, you can wipe yourself off with the sock. That's <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong um, with that? Yeah, yeah, well. That one's actually, I realized later, it was true. Wait a minute. Oh, that oh, wasn't wow. parody. Uh, well, I think you know you were saying people were still upset, even though like they understood that it was a parody. You know, do you think? Yeah, it's I mean, uh, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Like, I like for for me, it was just like kind of like when like I know myself, and so I know like like there's things in clumsy that are left out, and I know it's like really not necessarily an accurate portrayal of anyone involved. You know, I was there's certain things I was getting at, and I think those those are there. But you know, so like I think like when people like read that and just like think like this this is there's just this one dimension because that's all they're seeing. You know, they're not thinking that's like everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it's that's the, I don't think like you ever get the whole story, and so it's just kind of like saying like you know like I'm aware that like sometimes this is what it looks like. Well, that, that's or, got that's got to be a danger that you run talking about you know slice of life comics right that's yeah. you know you're talking about life experiences there <laughs> and, and people are going to pick it apart well um for something like every girl is the end of the world for me uh i was sort of interested about why how do you go about picking sort of the story that you picked in this because there's nothing really within it that i would say is like earth shattering yeah it's a, literally a slice of life but what about that story makes it stick out to you as being worthy to tell a story of i you know i i i I try not to analyze things too much and i try to trust my instincts like 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 the same way as like when i wrote clumsy and like the stories that are that i included and didn't include i just kind of went according to like well this is like stuff that i think about more often or like this is for some reason sticks out in my head so for some reason it must be important so that's what i'm just what you remember yeah and like and I think, like you know, like you know, my subconscious knows more than I do sometimes. So, um, with with every girl is the end of the world for me. That that book was just kind of like trying to put a stamp on, like the relationship stuff for a while, like and just kind of it's like wrap a it up and just you know, kind of like leave things like you know, the, it's it's not like say that you know like this stuff isn't like really earth shattering you know it's yeah it is what it is like it's just like in like i so i did like a three-week period day by day and it's it's just kind of 
you know, taking that and just saying like this is just yeah, yeah. it's a slice. Of it's it's sort of like like the concept of um, you know ambient music where one piece of it sort of if you take one piece of a, a song that's an ambient song it reflects like the whole song in a lot of ways like a book like this what I really liked about it is sort of the way the relationships work in this book pretty much describes most relationships that I have had on some level one way yeah. or another at some point yeah I think it's I mean I think like like the one big thing it was getting at was just you know how like you know a lot of things just don't pan out and and that like that's okay whatever and a lot of things don't pan out <laughs> yeah yeah the first book i read of yours was unlikely Your tap and shut up <laughs> <laughs> um unlikely i was i connected with the book in a lot of ways because and i think for a lot of people your books will remind them at least of parts of relationships that they've had. Mm-hmm. Whether it's it's uncomfortable... Fuck that, uh, not me! Oh, oh hush. Just <laughs> you, yeah. you big Everyone teddy bear, you. Everyone totally rad and awesome. Yeah. Oh, mine have been be a man. Rippers <laughs> um, <laughs> Why did you choose to uh, to write autobiographical work? What, well, what brought you I mean, that? Like, uh, that was another thing that came out of like being at the Art Institute. And like up until then, like... I, I had uh, like there were little little snippets that were coming up in my sketchbooks, like just little moments. And um, you know, I've always been kind of like more interested in in moments or like just like kind of these kind of poetic thoughts, like poetic in that you know, like kind of trying to capture the essence of like something in like a n- neat little package, rather than like you know extended narratives. Although. You know, like when you add up the moments, like you can get those narratives. So, um, I, w- I was trying to to get at that, and while I was at in my sketchbooks, and then while the, I was at the art institute, I'm doing these paintings that don't really have anything to do with anything, and I kind of wanted to do like the exact opposite and like create something like as like human and honest and like straightforward as possible and like mm-hmm. just like yeah. well, lay it out there. I was going to say when you were mentioning capturing small moments one of the things I really liked about I'm going to be small is sort of the way I the way when I read it it came across as very much when you have conversations with your friends and someone says something that when you isolate it in and of itself is really really funny right out of context but it just seemed what was really great is it sort of took on sort of a narrative of its own because it's all these single moments that I remember I've I've heard my friends say just crazy shit that there's a reason why they said it but if you just take that and put it out there it's really funny and it says a lot about what people are doing and you're like write that down no usually (laughs) I'm like shut up well it's interesting you you know (laughs) what's interesting to me about it is you know most of the time people don't look at those little moments that add up to your life, you know, right. I mean, that, and they do. I mean, although those, you know, most of the time, a slice of the life. It, it, but the, but normally when you know someone is starting out or they're looking to write a story, it's you know they're they're going off of what they've seen before or what yeah. they've done, you know, and it's like the basic you know three act structure and dramatic and you know you have right. all those things. Um, so how you know why do you think you you know it was like automatically that was well, you know where you I went mean, with it. I, well, I think it like like it's something that I think is lost in in what we see in the media. Like like you know like if you look at like 
Um, have you ever seen the TV show Extras? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. the the episode with um, Kate Winslet where she, where she's like you know like yeah. guaranteed Oscar if you're in the, like Hulkus movie like there's like something about like this like extraordinary drama that's just kind of like you know like yeah it's spectacular and it's like meaningful and poignant but like most of us don't ex- we'll never experience, experience that, that. Yeah. and like but we do experience things and we do experience like moments that mean a lot to us and so i think like one of the things i try to get at is that you know these these things that you know really in the grand scheme of things are virtually meaningless but like they take on like this great significance in our individual lives that's uh, yeah, so I, 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 correct. You're right. <laughs> no, no. I will. I have a you're on a phase two. <laughs> Hit me again. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, it's just as as you're as you're saying things. You know, I'm, I'm starting to sort of reanalyze your work and 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 not only your work, but a lot of other sort of independent stuff in in the same kind of vein. Um, a friend of mine who is a, a, all he reads is independent comics, and one I remember one day is like, what you know? How come you don't read anything out? Why is it? A, what is it about these comics? I really didn't read much uh, of, of independent autobiographical stuff uh, when I was younger, and it was like, what what is it about these books that you know you find so interesting? Why is it you know? And and his answer was because it it, it the the writers are not trying to look for something extraordinary in anything but everyday life and they, they look at the average life and they, they lift that up to a level that everyone can appreciate. Yeah. And that's, I think, what you're well, kind of trying yeah, to... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, <coughs> most of the people living, you know, will never you know, do s- like, something great. Like, you know, we're... What? Like, oh, <laughs> like, well, not me. Like, you know, I mean. like... like <laughs> Right, you're, like, we're not all going to be movie like, stars. We're not all going to be, you know... Not everybody gets their like, 15 minutes. It's like, yeah. you know, like Martin Luther King, like, did something that, you know... 99.9% of yeah. the people, like, ever living will, like, never, never do something like that. But, you know, like, our lives are meaningful. And, like, like I, I don't think we should, like, diminish ourselves... Um, just because, like, we're not at that level. Like, do, you think, do you think a lot of times we, uh, sort of as a society, look at, because we're so inundated with, you know, television and the news with, you know, it's all about what's the extreme in that instance. Yeah. And it's like we have to, we, we in our everyday lives, we, we just judge ourselves against that. Yeah, you know, well, which is another reason, like, why I think one of the reasons why I, I, when I first started writing autobiographical comics, I was writing about relationships was I wanted to write about these, you know, things that weren't, you know, like, like every movie you see, it's like, um, the guy, like, you know, he's well, kind he of awkward, but he finds his girl, <laughs> yeah. like, like, um, the supermodel I'm trying to think of the, the actor, who, the British actor, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, like every movie, he's like. <laughs> there's always like he's an always end. like this workplace <laughs> yeah. ro- romance that yeah. happens, sure. like you know, and it's like always like so, per- like you know, there's always like, a perfect, there's always like an it's ending. Like, it's like it's type. always like you know, like it's always happily ever ever after, which you know, like granted, that's what most people want, but like you can have like happily ever after, but it doesn't. It have doesn't to be, have to be fairy you know, tale happy. Like it doesn't have to be like 
that happy. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could be just okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's or like, hey, it can be like kind of happy yeah. and like occasionally like pissed off. Like, <laughs> or well, you yeah. have like an <laughs> ending that's really bad or something. But sometimes things never get. I mean, like something yeah, like every girl is the end of the world to me. Like the, you know, things just don't happen. And it's not horrible. And it's not right. Yeah, you're, it's you're just right. ending. Some like yeah. seem to be more. Life goes on. Right. And right. It's, it's on to. It's on to the next work. Yeah, you know? and but then at the same time, it's like you know, life goes on. But like, like this thing, even if it had its like horrible moments or it was really hard or whatever, like it's still like worthwhile. It's still like what I really enjoyed about Every Girl is the end. Of, that's that I really enjoyed it was that. Um, you made sure that you were sick the entire time and coughing, <laughs> yeah. which for some reason to me was like really great that every once in a while I was like, oh yeah, he's got sick. a bad cold. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that was another weird thing about that, that three-week period was like, I was like, like I got sick right at the beginning of those three weeks and then like it was right toward the end when I finally got better. <laughs> like, like I think it's like there's some, some cor- sort of like symbolic correspondence there too. But I just enjoyed that, uh, you know, after a while you forget that you're sick. Because I was reading it, and I'm like, you just ignore the cough, cough. And yeah. then all of a sudden at the end, you're like, oh, he's still coughing. Yeah. It was actually, it's I actually a, that. a grand know. scheme. I called in sick to work a bunch of days, and this is just to, <laughs> to convince to write them. I <laughs> oh, really was sick. <laughs> my funny uh, Jeffrey Brown story is... He wrote a book about it. <laughs> I went to... Yeah, uh, he was sick the whole time. It's right here. The next cut is called slack. My Plumbing in My Apartment's Bad. Yeah. <laughs> to explain why you didn't show up on <laughs> My dog. Did you ever read My Doggy? my homework kind of a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Fair. It did happen, though. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, the book you did with James Kolchak- Kolchaka. Is that how you pronounce Kolchaka. it? Kolchaka. Kolchaka. Yeah. Uh, conversation. I, I really enjoyed this, and I had seen some of his work before. Um, familiar with it, but I, I was kind of interested in how, the, how this project came about and what the process was like of, of working um, with, with him. What's um, James came up with the idea f- for this series, um, and... There's been two so far. Um, the first one was with Craig Thompson, who Blankets. R- wrote Blankets, sure. Best Known for Blankets, and although he just did the album artwork for this band called Mino Mina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's the craziest album artwork I've ever seen. It's really cool. That, that's uh, unrelated to comics, I guess. <laughs> no, that's um, the other part. Yeah, well, so we, we got to talk, talk about Death Cab for Cutie yeah, a little yeah, while. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so James had this idea of you know doing like it's so it's like two artists and Mm -hmm. they kind of respond to each other each on the page and he he has like frank miller has supposedly agreed to do one really you know that was was a couple years ago (laughs) (laughs) i don't well he runs late on his stuff you know know, (laughs) he's used to working on 300 right now i think um so i mean the basic process is is that you know one of one of the artists draws half a page and then um, we, were, we were working by email so he would email it and then I would draw the other half to fit with that and then um, com- they get he would combine them in Photoshop and then like so I would draw the second half of the f- first page and then the first half to the next page now did you so both so script it or were you scripting like your just, part or yeah like yeah so we both so it literally was a conversation yeah. and so like I had like <laughs> and it you know it's 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 really organic and it's a little difficult because I think like you you have this like 
like you know I'd be trying to set something up and like so I, you know <laughs> I'd, I'd get the beginning to what I'm trying to set up and then where I'm going and then James would you know go up. somewhere else <laughs> kind of like a conversation <laughs> like, oh, yeah fuck. and it's like come on stay on track here man <laughs> it's like Don't us doing the show going? I, yeah. I, I was fascinated but, um, by it. I mean I really was it, it was yeah. interesting to, I mean the conversation it's, that the two of you had you know was about art and creating comics and, and it was uh, but it was fascinating to see you know I, I kept looking at the panels going well you know did he draw the backgrounds did they both do it and, and, and trying to figure that out and it was uh, it it really a neat neat book. I mean, I I jo- enjoyed it a lot. So thanks. Backgrounds are all Jack Kirby. Oh, that's the ghost. Those were photoshopped in. Too, <laughs> from <laughs> they were voted all by fans. <laughs> 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 the book took us years to complete with all the fan voting. <laughs> the American each, Idol version of background. Uh, each panel had to be <laughs> voted on. <laughs> Hi, this is Jason Aaron, writer of Vertigo, The Other Side, and you're listening to Around Comics. And if you don't sound off that you love the Virgin Mary, I'm going to rip your fucking guts out. Uh, Jeffrey, you know, one of the, one of the things that uh, I was reading an interview you had done, uh, I, I don't remember if it was with a website, but um, in it they had shown a panel from one of your books. And uh, it was just a simple line. You were with a girl, and you said, "Hi, have you met my new uh, my next book? My next book. Yeah. That was it." <laughs> and, and it struck a chord. It, it, I was just wondering how how have things changed in your storytelling from you know when you started to now, where you're known as you know an autobiographical comic artist, or or how have things you know because you write about yourself and your own life experience. Did women become very afraid to date you? Um, <laughs> There was, there, I mean, there was some. Some were very afraid, and others were more eager. I guess. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. No, I don't think. I don't think there was really. I don't think it really made a difference to. I mean, I think overall maybe like yeah, pe- people are a little more cautious. But um, if I talk about this guy, he's going to write about me, kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, I, I guess. There is, I mean, like a lot of people make jokes like, "Oh, are you gonna write about that?" Like, like when something just happened. Like, Do you ever just say yes? Like, well, now I'm not now. <laughs> like, say a yes, podcast that you yeah. were. <laughs> no, I. It's um. Called asshole. I try. I try to only write about stuff, a, like a little while after it's happened, so. Um, so that there's some distance, um, and I'm very conscious of not, you know, doing anything like. Like right now, if I, if I were were to write about this podcast or something, like it would have to come from somewhere like a while from now, like, and there'd have to be some other reason for it other than, mm-hmm. um, and I, I am consciously getting away from making like relationships per se, the f- like or at least romantic relationships, the focus of of anything, but. Um, yeah. Well, do, you, do, you, do you consider yourself a writer or an artist, or do you consider yourself a graphic novelist? You know, I think there are distinctions I, between all those. I I think I usually refer to myself as cartoonist, which, okay. or I guess graphic novelist would be about that. Like friend. I think <laughs> first ever friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> First time a friend. You know, but Sorry, there's, there's, some, there's some and serious then, writing going on here, yeah, and I, there's serious I mean, cartooning. It's I mean, the the writing always comes first, and you know, I'm 
there's very rarely anything that I'm drawing that I'm drawing because it's visually interesting to me somehow. Well, maybe maybe in like some of like the gag stuff, and I'm going to be small, is where it's more a more visual joke or something. But um, for the most part, it's about whatever the idea is, and then arranging things to get that across. Mm -hmm. So, um, at least for the autobiographical stuff. So I guess I mean maybe a little more of a writer, but but yeah, I usually say cartoonist. Uh, well, we have uh, uh, a few questions from our forum, and uh, we'll start off with uh, uh, our friend uh, from uh, Pop Syndicate and View from the Cheap Seats, Mr. Scott Cedarland. He says, uh, what does he think of Grand Rapids? Being a former Grand Rapids <laughs> resident myself, it's a strange little town. It It is. I mean, I, I can't complain too much having grown up there. Like, you know, I think I, think I had a pretty good childhood overall, but... It is kind of this weird town because it's it's a very large metropolitan area, but then the mentality there is very s- kind of almost small town like. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not a big city like Chicago where um, there's a lot of things culturally culturally happening. Oh, I'm, although I think that was changing even like around the time I left, but um, it just seemed like. Like everyone, like that did anything from Grand Rapids. Like, like it was always like when they left Grand Rapids, then they did something with their life. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a not thirty to bad of the presidents mouth. have been from Grand Rapids. <laughs> Ger- Gerald R. Ford was was from Grand Rapids actually. Yeah. Recently yeah. deceased. Um, Twenty nine to go, Tom. Name them. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, next, uh, the next question is from John Sokol. He said, uh, you have a very non-traditional art style. On first look, it can appear even a bit crude. However, your drawings do an excellent job of conveying feeling and emotion. When you first started creating comics, did did you get much resistance to your work because of your art style? If so, how did you overcome it? I mean, I, I don't think I... I don't think I got that much resistance. Um, one, like, being in art school, I think a lot of the pe or and a lot of the people seeing my work maybe were were already you know like kind of prepared for like less traditional methods of drawing. Um, and I think like alternative comics in general, there's you know kind of a little more open to that, and that was where. You know, I first started finding an audience, and then outside of that, like just even like kind of, I think the other thing that the my style has done is it's pretty accessible and readable. So whatever you know, people might have uh, in terms of preconceptions about art style, like they only need to read a little bit before they can get drawn into it. So. I think like as long as I can hook them then then that kind of overcomes any kind of resistance they might have to the, the it, style. It, it only took me a few pages into unlikely where I was like, Oh, okay, this is just the feel of it and then I yeah. I was able to kind of fall into the story. Do you find uh, um I mean it seems to me that there's a there's a huge divide mostly between like 
you know, typical comic book fans and then alternative comic book fans. I mean, you, there's not, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of crossover in between mm-hmm. those two groups. Uh, why do you think that maybe, or you know, have you ever thought about that at all? Is why why is it that you know, like guys that read Marvel or DC, and you said you, you know, growing up you were a yeah. Marvel comics fan, right? All of us are so resistant to anything outside of you what know, they know. I, you know, I mean, I well, I think that's just you know, human nature is you know, anything that you're not used to that that's different, you know, you tend to be a little skeptical of. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean. I think part of it might be that just, you know, people decide that this is what they like and, you know, they kind of write things off without without trying them. Um, I think people go through phases, mm-hmm. too. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I still, like, have a, a serious soft spot for, like, mainstream superhero stuff and, like, I get, like, I, like, come in here and, like, Every once in a while, we'll p- pick up something that, like, you know, I m- maybe even feel embarrassed about in the alternative comic circles. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> keep that in mind. He comes in here. Yeah. Hey, Mark, <laughs> can, you, can you grab uh, Jeffrey's poll list and we'll, <laughs> we'll read it? No. There's there's lots of Jeff there's lots of Jeff Browns in. In the local area here, <laughs> two copies of every number one issue. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I've I, I've been there, but <laughs> not two copies. <laughs> I've always been Only I've always been about no. I've always been about reading the comic mm-hmm. yeah. more than collecting, but at least in terms of like collecting for like value, like like definitely like 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 when Madman was first coming out, and I would get like. Like I had like the little wizard ash can comic that, mm-hmm. and like just all this different stuff. But well, uh, speaking about you know divisions, not not just in in the comic book world and, and those fans. I imagine going to the art institute, and you don't just waltz into the the art institute of Chicago. That is a very prestigious art school. And as being, were you a cartoonist there? And were there other cartoonists I mean, there? Um. They didn't really know what to do with me. I think, like, they're still... Like, like I mean, that's one of the problems that Alternative Comics maybe has is that, you know, the mainstream side maybe looks at them, the alternative side as being a little snooty and a little mm-hmm. this and that. But then, like... The, snobs. I mean, like, sure. if you think, like, Alternative Comics are snooty, like, the art world is just even more snooty. Like, the, the art critic for the Chicago Sun-Times wrote this review of... Chris Ware's art show at the MCA mm-hmm. and it was just like I mean it's obvious like he didn't get it like he wasn't even attempting to like understand things but um, so they like um, they yeah they didn't really like wh- like when I was doing paintings and stuff they had a lot to say <laughs> and then when I started doing comics they kind of all like Kind of like, well, I, I guess it's good. <laughs> I don't really, <laughs> yeah, know. I really know. I don't know. <laughs> you off in the you. corner, and yeah, <laughs> yeah just turning um, in at the end of the semester. And there, we'll I mean, there's some, there, there's a, there's a few people there, like, um, there's another guy that has a book out from Top Shelf named Jeremy Tinder, who's actually there right now, and Lily Carre, who's also had a book from Top Shelf. She went, just uh, graduated there for undergrad. And um, Anders Nilsson, who is also on the Holy Consumption website with me, mm-hmm. um, was there 
like right he he's he didn't finish but he was there too and was doing cartoons but i had never met him while we were there well there's there's a pretty there's a pretty active alternative comic scene in chicago you mentioned mm-hmm. you know chris ware and i think he's probably the 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 poster the poster boy for alternative comics in, in a lot of different ways and you were obviously mm-hmm. you know proud that he's a chicago and what's up what's your relationship with chris ware like um well i mean we're we're friends um i don't he's incredibly busy and sure. He is also a new father, so, and I myself am a new father, so, like, just in, like, keeping in touch with anyone these days is, is hard, but, I mean, especially, like, when I first started, Chris was incredibly supportive and, um, encouraged me in a lot of ways, um, just aside from being a fan of his work, sure. but, and that's uh, Chris Ware of uh, At Me Novelty Library, by the way. And it's just uh, absolutely, you want to talk about a draftsman. That guy is, he is incredible. But what about robots? He does robots. Oh, he's transitioning oh. into the next pose. <laughs> Was that a segue? Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. We, we missed Tom's segue. Stepped all over yourself. Uh, Tom, why don't you field this one? This is from Charlito from Any Spinnerack. Fantastic podcast. Oh, Chris, congrats on the Jeffrey Brown thing. He means interview. <laughs> this is after Charlito just finished this, up the Alan Moore yeah, interview. This so. is so <laughs> cool. Definitely ask him about the incredible change bots. We've declared that as one of our big books we're anticipating in, in 007. <laughs> it's nice. I cannot wait for that. Here's a promo for if you haven't seen it, and since we're uh, an audio <laughs> show, you can't see this promo, but I'm yeah. looking well, at if it. Well, you, if you go to the... The Top Shelf website, you can actually see a few of the interior pages now, even. Now, I'm assuming that this is from another one of your past relationships. Yes. <laughs> with Bumblebee. Yes, when, when you were a Transformer. Yeah, I had to change his name for legal reasons. But, um, no, uh, Incredible Change Bots, it, it's actually an idea I had a few years ago. It started showing up in my sketchbooks. Um, like, I, you know, I've done Big Head, which is kind of like this nostalgic recapturing my love of of superheroes and kind of not just like making fun of superheroes but like trying to get at like why I like superhero comics when I was a kid um and I you know I was a big Transformers fan as a kid and um I started having these weird like I called them the incredible change bots um in my sketchbooks and um, the timing, it is going to be out in July, right? Very nice. Not just an artist, I figured, a marketing genius. Well, I figured, I figured I, should, I should get it done and have it out before the movie in case the movie like was really bad. And like after the movie, everyone was like, oh, Transformers <laughs> suck. so bad. Robots? <laughs> like, oh, don't God. want them. So, um, changing robots. Yeah, so shape changing, um, shape changing robots. Yeah, uh, it's it's and it's my first full color, full book. Really? Oh, all um, right. I should. I wish I could have brought it. At least you guys could have seen it. But if you go to the top shelf, we're here website, every Friday, Jeffrey. <laughs> 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 I have to come back. <laughs> I you guys, we don't I have you guys stop to. by my house. <laughs> um, uh, how many pages? It's 144 pages. So okay. Meaty? it's it's and it's 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 one story. It's kind of like you know a riff on the transformer story where like they they leave their planet and they crash on earth and um but hopefully it's funny and um when did the toys come out <laughs> probably never <laughs> well i'm still waiting for the uh wait what were the the, the different yeah. items in the uh, big yeah, there head was franchise actually, there was actually a, a prototype of the big head toy made us um <laughs> 
that someone uh, made as part of like a they were working on getting a, a job with a toy company that my friend worked for and he asked them if they would try and like they would do like a big head figure and so they <laughs> have cool. like the like the resin cast <laughs> oh, that's figure, awesome. which is pretty cool but um yeah it doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon either but now um uh majority of your books come out through top shelf would you say that you're that's your exclusive yeah, so, so far well no not <laughs> i mean so far everything's all the the books have come out from top shelf i've also been i had been doing um Contributing to the Fanographics Moem anthology, mm-hmm. although that's awesome stuff. I've Moment's great. I've actually stopped for the time being, um, just to concentrate on other stuff. I've um, my next two big autograph biographical books are actually coming out from uh, Touchstone Fireside, which is mm-hmm. an imprint of Simon and Schuster. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Little Things book, which I gave you like the preview of this one um, is the first of those two and that'll come out next spring and then I also yeah. did a cat book um, with for Chronicle Books mm-hmm. and that's coming out in April and that's just like do, like, do any of you guys like cats? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm a dog man <laughs> I can understand. Well, if you I like, like cats it's, it's like it's just like a hundred some pages of cute cat stuff like you know. <laughs> Nice. Swatting at spots on the wall, <laughs> no. running around for no reason. Like, no, a, as a character, are you ever going to graduate from the stubble? I see you're sporting the full beard now. It in is real pretty life. full lately. Yeah, um, it has to be as cold as it is. As yeah, it is out there. yeah. No, it's shaving like because like, and I never shave completely. I just use the sideburn trimmer mm-hmm. because I hate shaving completely. Um, it's usually not this full. This is pretty full. You're like Mountain but, Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, like, when I'm supposed to graduate, like, at some point. I'm ready point, to see like, little Jeffrey Brown grow like, up in these books, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. Downtown Jeffrey well, Brown. Well, he can't It's a copyrighted It's a branded image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, image. people will know what they're getting into. They're like, yeah. what? what is this? All the toys no, am, would be junk. They'd be like, I, I am want doing a bearded a, Jeffrey Brown. I mean, I'm doing a... It's like the bearded G.I. Joe. <laughs> one, of the other, one of the other books I'm doing for, for Simon & Schuster is actually going to start in high school, so... Instead of the beard, I'll have pimples all over. <laughs> so. With the really bad twelve-year-old mustache, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I ever even got that really. I think I, I just one day went from just that to yeah. woke up. You hit a like, stubble. Where, yeah. Where'd this come from? Hey, you know, I want to ask you uh, about. You know, a lot of times you see in in alternative comics, um, you know, a, a lot of. Almost bitterness to mainstream comics, and that's a, a lot of the subject matter sometimes. Where it's you know you're, they're they're more than just riffing on, but I mean, yeah. almost yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and your stuff isn't like that at all. It does. I mean, you well, you play with it, and and you know you you have fun with different yeah. concepts. And I mean, I think I think it's maybe misdirected to you know. I th- I think a lot of it is just from how the market is in America, where you know the market is so much centered on um, like superhero stuff mm-hmm. um, that you know people don't give the other stuff a lot of chance, and I I think like you know it's like fighting for like you know it's I think it's more that they're upset that you know like you know if you're giving this stuff a chance which you've seen before or you know like like we think is you know just repetitive and not as meaningful like like why don't you at least give this a chance and mm-hmm. 
you know, and like it's like you, you'll see you see the th- same thing now happening with manga now that manga is getting like this huge market share now. Like I mean, I the superheroes, trying people to and and, and the alternative yeah. people are both like you <laughs> like you people. Why do you like manga? You know, so I think it's you know it's just you know pe- people want their their work to be seen and like you know people have opinions as to like you know what's what what they think is good and like what they think you know deserves attention so i think it has a lot to do with that um like you know i i think you know it you know do do what you want to do and if people like it they like it and if they don't they don't like you know you can't really f- just go around faulting people for liking something else right so yeah, I, it all the time. it's just <laughs> Why do you like that? Unless it's really stupid. Yeah, unless it's like stupid, then it's, <laughs> then it's like yeah. then it's like it's wrong. Got a problem. It. It's your duty to point that out. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just it's it, I was just wondering if it was sort of a conscious decision at all to to stay away from that because to me it seems like it's detrimental. To, I mean, yeah, you, you're going to have a, a certain group of people that are are going to like that because yeah. that's the way they feel too. But I mean, don't. Don't all artists want as many people as possible to see right. their work? I mean, don't yeah. you want everyone to, to right. be able to enjoy it? I mean, like I would, level? I would hope that that my stuff appeals to to you know all different people. I, I know it's, I know not everyone's gonna like it, and like even if you look at like amongst my different projects, like some people really like some stuff and don't like other stuff mm-hmm. at all. And, like, you know, that's that's fine. Uh, you know, I like yeah. For me, it's not a conscious decision. It's just. You know, it's just I don't, I don't. Well, I, I think I'm not really. Con- I think it's your work really, does have. I'm not really are. concerned. Yeah, I, I gave. Uh, I, I my wife read uh, uh, Unlikely, and for the lady, and she enjoyed it. But actually, she, you know, she's about three quarters of the way through it, and she's like, "Man, this guy needs to get a pair." And then, and <laughs> wow. then, I, and, and then I, then I gave. Well, her. that's because she has a tremendous <laughs> pair. Well, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. Mar- Marta is is a special breed. I, I, I love you to death, honey. Well, um, I mean, um, but know, but then I gave her be a man, and she's like, "Oh, okay, now I get it." So yeah. and she's like, "Okay." Well, I mean, you know, yeah, it's you know, it's and I mean, that's that's a whole other issue, like what like separating like me as a character in in these autobiographical books which are you know it's all true but you know it's well my point is that yeah. she read it if i had yeah. given her like daredevil you know uh whatever born again she would have looked at me cross-eyed and and, wow, and she hit, and hit me with that it effort. yeah and she would have hit me well, with I, it I but mean, but she she read yours and she enjoyed it so i think that your Chris, stuff I, does have you some know nice i know you because i hadn't read any of your work beforehand before you because uh, i'm a fanboy <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, no. yeah. but but and and chris oh, chris had been reading uh you were reading was it unlikely unlikely I think? Yeah, and, yeah. and uh and uh and then we scheduled, you know, you to be on the show, and and he was, you were about three quarters of the way done with Unlikely, and mm-hmm. and and you're like, oh, you're gonna hate his stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's you just assume that I would, I would just absolutely hate your work, and 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 I, I read everything that you, that you get, you know, and I liked all of it. I mean, I didn't, yeah, you know, I really, thought, yeah, there, I, no, I, I there liked, is a quiet little sensitive cell inside there that shell, somewhere. isn't there? Yes, yeah. but no, I, I I did absolutely, and and uh, I, you know, like I said. Uh, it, I think it's very accessible, and it's it does amaze me. I mean, it doesn't amaze me, but it surprises me sometimes how unwilling people are to try stuff. I mean, in any capacity in comics, it's like this is what I you know read. This is what I've yeah. read since I was ten. Well, I mean, and that's all I'm going to read. I mean, it, it's I mean, it even goes like when I was a kid, I was like I was a Marvel guy. Like I didn't 
I didn't read DC. Batman except don't, for Dark Knight Tom, Returns. don't hit him. Don't, don't you know, hit him. I still don't. I still kind of don't like Superman. Like, <laughs> what what do you read now? What do you read today? I mean, what kind of stuff are you read? Um, newspaper. I mean, I, I read like like most of the alternative stuff. Um, but as you don't like, you don't really like it, do you? <laughs> just you just kidding. do it so you can yeah. talk to your contemporaries. <laughs> you know, it's just networking for me. <laughs> just like no, um, like you know, I just picked up like the new the new fables that's being drawn by Mike Allred and like that was nice. Um, and I hadn't really like read much fables before, so it's kind of nice. Um, and you know. I don't know, like mainstream stuff, like just. Well, no, what, I mean, what uh, what, 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 what alternative stuff are you? Uh, I mean, um, well, like the other the other guys from the Holy Consumption, like I read all their stuff actually. Um, Paul Hertzmeyer has a new book coming out this spring summer, um, depending on when when it comes back from the printers. But um, like I'm excited to read that, and Anders Nilsson, who writes the Big Question series, like I always like his work. Um, Chris Ware's books, like I still love, and Dan Claus when he when he gets something done, <laughs> he's he's another guy busy yeah. off with the movies. But did um, you see Art Art School Confidential? I did. Did you like it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was great. I yeah, I thought. I mean, it's it's yeah. I think it's like I think it was pretty dark for. And I think maybe like the studios didn't know how to market that, mm-hmm. but um, I was surprised I it, by it. It, it wasn't really funny. It, it wasn't at all what I expected. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I, I kind of expected more of a, uh, you know, sort of that bitterness or or that you know. And it wasn't. I yeah. mean, it was funny. It was entertaining. I mean, it was it was a great examination of that yeah. subculture I mean, of, of yeah. You know, and if you've been to art school, like just like some of the stuff, like like John Malkovich when he's like. Like I was one of the first to, <laughs> to do, do triangles, triangles. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. It's just like, and it's just. I mean, like, but I mean, that's like that's like a sentiment that you can carry over to like, you know, uh, uh, yeah, everything, like anything. Any, like any, you know, I was one of the first to do this thing that everyone's doing and <laughs> was already. Any, and it's a really big deal yeah, anyway. And obviously, you weren't the first to do <laughs> any uh, any Hollywood aspirations for for you. Can you um, see any of these turned into even independent movies? Yeah, I've I've kind of I've had I had kind of like a bad experience with someone who wanted to do a, a movie of clumsy and just the legalities and like like because it's it's not just like protecting like my work but like that's my life too and it's also like other people's lives and sure like with Hollywood it's like you've got to give up control to get that I mean like I'd love to see like someone do a big head cartoon or something but. Like the autobiographical you, stuff. You may have really you may see. have problems with the incredible change bots. Just I think from a copyright <laughs> standpoint, it's parody. Yeah, it's the GoBots were fine and they suck. <laughs> the GoBots they got bought by the Transformers, yeah. not did they? Okay, I think so. Tell us about uh, the Holy Consumption. The Holy Consumption is um, it's a it's a website. Um, Paul Hornschmeyer, one of the cartoonists on it, it was his idea. And originally it was, um, th- there's four of us. There's also Anders Nilsson and John Hankowitz are the other two artists. And we're all Chicago area artists and all kind of doing our self-published mini-comics and things. And um, 
except for Paul, none of us were selling anything online. We were, you know, we'd sell stuff at some of the shops like Quimby's and Graham Crackers and um, some of the shops that do consignment uh, sales. Um, and so he created the website to do, like, have an online store and then also to, like, give us a presence where people could find out about our work. And, like, so there's samples of each of us. We take turns on every week putting up, like, either sketchbook pages or p- sketches from stuff we're working on that's coming out later or whatever. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's just a nice place, like, if if you're interested in seeing some of our work. Great. And where is that? It's the it's the, the web address? Is the, the holyconsumption.com. Nice. So. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much, A, for coming in a few weeks ago and dropping off these amazing books. They've they've, uh, they've been a lot of fun to read. They kind thank of you. Burrowed and down. I'm, I'm definitely a Jeffrey Brown fan now, so yeah. I, I will. You uh, surprised me, Sal. I'm so I, proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> what are you talking about? He <laughs> was like going to come in and Sal was going to be like, oh, wait, have I ever talked about Who's good? I mean, have I ever talked about any book that I don't like? Really? No. Okay. No, well, you don't talk about books that you don't like. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been it's been uh, great reading all of this. I, I still have several that, that they took that I, I didn't read Big Head, so I'm looking forward to... He didn't know you were a superhero. That. I didn't know that you did superhero Writer, stuff. Yeah. yeah, so that's exciting. That's why. Um, we're obviously looking forward to uh, Incredible Chain Spots. Uh, once again, a release date on that? Um, should be up for San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. So I don't know when it'll hit stores. What's the best way that people can, can get your books at Top um, Shelf? Or? Um, you can order them right through Top Shelf. Um, you can have your local comic shop order them in. Um, they're all, you know, Top Shelf, top shelf solicits everything through Diamond 2. Um, and you can even order them from Borders or Barnes Noble. Or Borders. <laughs> <laughs> or Barnes Noble. <laughs> Either one. Jeffrey. Amazon. Uh, borders. <laughs> Most bookstores can, can at least order them. Order in it and, okay. I mean, Diamond, you know, has... Okay. Top shelf distributes through Diamond, so um, pretty much any bookstore or comic shop. Should if be there was one book for someone to start with, what would be the the, the Jeffrey oh, Brown primer? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, want to start with start clumsy? Was that your first? Them. I mean, your if first you're gonna release? if you want to if you want to go with the autobiographical stuff, mm-hmm. I usually recommend clumsy. It's a little you know bittersweet story of a long distance relationship. If you're looking for like the more fun stuff, I would say I'm going to be small, which is mm-hmm. mostly gag stuff. If you're looking for like my superhero parody is Big Head, so if if you're really into superheroes and you're afraid of trying alternative comics, like you could go with that one. And Tom so. was a big fan of Every Girl Is the End of the World. Yeah, yeah. I really like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And I, I got a really bad review in in the comics journal. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> What do they know? <laughs> they yeah, like anything. Yeah, they know. Um, uh, we, uh, you plan on working on anything? You, you said you just had a baby in November. I, I did. Plan on any? Well, I didn't actually. Well, yeah, it. you didn't physically. <laughs> I was there. First man to have a child. <laughs> I think that wasn't that a comic. Yeah, that's a comic. And, and I'm, I'm going, going to be small. small like, what if men had babies? And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, any plans on incorporating the the baby? You in, know, in I do. It? I do kind of want to do write about the 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 pregnancy, like the process of mm-hmm. like all these weird changes that like you know like you read these all these books but like nothing can prepare you for that <laughs> and like nothing can prepare you for like having a kid it's amazing um 
but I don't. I'm wary of writing too yeah. much about like you know. I don't want to like make him a subject. Like, what if he right, wants to right. grow up to be like me and draw autobiographical comics? How he's going to write about his childhood if <laughs> you already, 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 already written everything? He's like, Thanks, Dad. Like the email, <laughs> Dad. You know, continued from the last words yeah. of Jeffrey Brown. No, so um, but I mean, like, definitely, f- like, fatherhood as is like sure. something that's affecting me. It definitely changes like you. That's yeah. no question. Well, I don't think it's a it's a real far walk for you to, to keep us updated. And all <laughs> we would ask is is please we'll don't be a, do not be a stranger. You are you are welcome here anytime. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to stop in again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. We'll meet you're you halfway. Well, that would be like <laughs> what the McDonald's like, across the street. We'll meet you for yeah, a Big Mac. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the, we'll like, have a alley you know. next to. <laughs> they have McDonald's. you know free coffee on Tuesdays. Oh. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, Jeffrey, thank you very much. We've got uh, uh, a couple of announcements here. First oh, of all, uh, oh Jesus, the <laughs> it's going to be quick announcements. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, Want to remind everyone the year of Alan Moore continues. We've just wrapped up uh, January, which was our Watchmen and the complete ballad of Halo Jones. I totally cheated. I read Watchmen, loved it again. I just got a uh, complete ballad of Halo Jones in the mail, so I'm bumping that one personally to February. But I'll also be reading mm. V for Vendetta and Skiz, which is on the February slate. I'm watching the movie. Movies Look forward to uh, March. That is our month of From Hell. No, I just got my. Take- Three months. Start reading oh, now. Yeah, yeah no I d- I actually, I just got my From Hell uh, hardcover in the mail. I'm not yesterday. smart enough to read that. So oh, I can't so. wait for that. So anyway, go go to the well, forum, check out the the year yeah. of Alan Moore, which uh, leads us into our contest right now, <laughs> contest. which, which uh, we Ooh. talked about it in the last episode. We're extending for a couple There's weeks. There's two things that are going. We will be extending it, and as I've mentioned previously, my hard drive on my Mac crashed. I have everyone's Max. name <laughs> who entered the contest. Mm-hmm. I believe I do. I have. Almost everyone. If but you entered the contest, resubmit, resubmit, resubmit it. Resubmit it. Send it to Tom. He lost everything. I lost. And whoever wrote the Bizarro one was really good. And now Ooh, I can't a remember. front runner? We have a front runner? Well, no. Saying? I'm just going to oh. randomly pick who the winner is. Oh. oh yeah. But that one you was really good. No. It's not going to be based on <laughs> quality. It's just. No. No, it's well, not you've random. had a lot of quality yeah. entries. But yeah. anyway. So I really shouldn't put any effort into it. No, you should. Because you pick a random winner. Well, no, I'll tell you if you didn't. One guy wanted... You'll berate them if... One guy said I hadn't read Watchmen, so I didn't, can I just enter anyway? And I said no, and I sent him my trade paperback copy <laughs> and said, read it and write me something. For people that have no idea what we're talking about, what is the contest? So I accidentally ordered two copies of Absolute Watchmen while I was drunk. Watching the Packers. So Watching we'll the Packers. Bears, and they won. They Bears, finished up the last Bears, four games. Bears. Bears. Um, and anyway, I would like... I that Super Bowl. Yeah, amazing! <laughs> wow! I can't believe Grossman threw for eight hundred yards. <laughs> eight hundred yards. Touchdowns he broke. In order NFL to get records. that copy of Absolute Watchmen, oh. you need to tell me why Watchmen is influential by drawing some sort of parallel between Watchmen and a book that you're enjoying right now. Because Wizard told me. Yeah, that won't count. Oh. Because I I reserve the right to reject someone's entry if I don't think they have put any effort ah, whatsoever that's into what it. I was looking at. Yeah, and all entries must be received by two weeks from. Monday, so um, you know what? what say February. 15th? Hey, you know what? Let's let's announce it after the uh, or at the New York Comic Con. So okay. we'll, we'll take we'll take entries up to the the twentieth yeah. of February, February. and we'll go. announce it at the New York Comic Con. There you go. And okay. uh, good luck. 
Good luck to all. All right, guys. Fun, guys. Um, uh, Sal, the hotline. One eight 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 six five Gcast. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Let's uh, let's wrap this puppy up so uh, Jeffrey can uh, can get home. Well, he could have left. Mm-hmm. He could have left any time. You want? <laughs> you can go. <laughs> Just kidding. This is how he's got, he's got his Red Wings hat I'm on. Closing this thing down. All right. Yeah. No, okay. He's here. He's here for the. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, uh, real quick here. He's here you can for help the after us, party. You can help <laughs> us out by uh, spreading the around comics love. There's a few different ways you can do this. First of all, is the listener LCS challenge. Just go to www.aroundcomics.com. Click on the listener LCS challenge. Download our flyer and take it into your local comic shop. Ask your local comic shop owner or manager if they would be so kind as to display. It. And if they do, we will mention you and the shop on our show, just like Tardy's Collector's Corner. The store manager is Tim Priest, and it is located at 2009 Eastern Avenue. <laughs> store I grew up going yeah. to. Grand Rapids, Michigan. I, ironically, they just sent us that like really? three days ago. That's so th- that yeah, they I, the, I grew up going to Tardy's. And I read that today, and you're, I'm like, oh, wow. He just Because it was in the Indie That's show. Totally, right? totally... <laughs> Well, they have they have yeah, a amazing. absolutely coincidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coincidence. Uh, that was G Dog. G Dog uh, on our forum, forum goes there, and he uh, he asked them to put our one of our signs, in the, and they emailed us and said they did. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It, yep. it, so they have a a, a flyer for the show, weird. and you're on weird. this week. So hopefully, some of the the hometown folks will hear you next week. So or now. <laughs> I get so confused. <laughs> All right. Well, if <laughs> you're listening to the show, you're listening to it now. <laughs> he just blew my. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hurts. All right, you can give us a dig at dig.com. You can visit us and become our friend at Comic Space. That's www.comicspace.com slash around comics. Where you can now see all of Brian Bull's uh, long box of love episodes because they just put the feature up where you can put mm-hmm. comics on your site. Oh, So that's I uploaded awesome. all the Brian uh, the long box of love comics. Uh, Fantastic. Comic. Are you a Comic Space person yet? No, I'm in that MySpace. MySpace. Com- comic comic Space is like space, is MySpace for comic folks. Nerds. So, yeah, it's a yeah, small we'll be your friend. We're coming out with Tom Space. <laughs> Tom Space. <laughs> All right, and then there my is phone. my personal favorite, the iTunes Music Review. Be as cool as Andy Parks. And also check out all the great things that AroundComics.com has to offer. It's your source for the best in comic book news, reviews, <coughs> and opinions. While you're there, please take a minute to fill out our listener survey. It lets us know who we are talking to and how we can make Around Comics a better show. And it's now an Eagle Award nominated. <laughs> Along with comic everybody, book website. And everybody else. I can start well, hey, hey. tomorrow. Who's nominated? We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more podcasts at comicspodcast.com. And just so everyone is aware, we post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum at aroundcomics.com. Coming up next week, we'll be talking with talented newcomer and writer of The Damned, Cullen Bunn. In two weeks, we get ready to hear from the man who made Wolverine fun again and is now taking over The Flash, Mark Guggenheim. And thanks again to Borders. Borders has thousands of graphic novels, collected editions, essentials, and manga to choose from. Not only will you find exactly what you are looking for, you'll discover unexpected new authors and series. Save on your favorite graphic novels, manga, I keep saying it differently, and more. Google Borders. (laughs) Manja. Manja. For a valuable coupon, and always remember to check Borders first. To find a store near you, go to www.borderstores.com. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. (laughs) Sal, Tom, as always, Mr. Jeffrey Brown, please don't be a stranger. It was fantastic having you here. Thank you. All right. Everyone, have a fantastic rest of of your week. We'll be back again on Monday with another full-length episode. In the meantime, we'll be everywhere in... And around around comics. Fictional callers. (laughs) 
If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2006. All rights reserved. Oh, no, no.